Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I'm the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month, we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week, we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. This week, we are continuing in our ultimate bro movies theme with Bad Boys. Bad Boys 1, that is. What you gonna do? What you gonna gonna do do when they come come for you, bad boys, bad boys? I wonder if that'll sync up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we usually uh, usually talk together, but I don't know if we sing together, if it'll actually sync up. That'll be some fun editing right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, baby? What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? I'm actually so excited to talk about bad boys, man. I I am too. I'll be honest, I haven't seen this movie in so long, and it was just a joy to sit down and watch it, so I'm very, very excited to, to dig into it. Dig. <laughs> to dig into it. Um, but as usual, we're going to get down with the uh, the bro down here, in which Danny and I talk about something that we uh, thought was interesting or needed to be talked about this week. Um, so I'm going to start things off here. I'm going to bring up a, uh, a favorite childhood actor of both of ours, I guarantee, um, and his lack of career lately. And it is very, very uh, concerning and something that I think we should talk about. So Shia LaBeouf, man, where is Shia LaBeouf? Like, I need yeah. more Shia in my life. I 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. I, he was so... Well, okay, you got even Stevens when we're growing up. Um, and then as we've gotten older, he's just been in so much, starting with Transformers and then Disturbia, which is probably my favorite movie of all time. Um, but <laughs> Who's then, the girl in Disturbia? Uh, it's, it's nobody of note, right? I'm not thinking. It's, it's not like Amber Heard or something, right? No, I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. It actually was a creepy movie. No, it was really good, and then it was uh, it was that guy that is the is the dad in Contact, and then he's all he's in a bunch of stuff. He is in a bunch of stuff. We should know that guy's name. I know. I should know his name because what else? Is, oh, he plays George Washington in uh, that John Adams series on HBO. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> um, John or George Washington was really tall in real life. Who knew? Um, good point, though. Yeah, you always see him from the chest up. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so Shia LaBeouf, man, I, here, here's, here's my point about Shia LaBeouf that I wanted to make. Um, and I was talking with a good friend of ours, Trent Jenkins, about this last night. Um, I, I feel as though Shia LaBeouf could be one of the greatest actors of our time. He really, yeah. I think that as he gets older, he's getting better and better. And if he were given the right opportunities and given the right roles, I think that he really could be one of the best actors Absolutely. of all time. I mean, yeah. I could I could see him like performing. This is a name that I couldn't think of last week. Marlon Brando, The Godfather. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I thought about it immediately after the podcast was over. Um, but yeah, I, I think that he could he could be that type of actor as he gets older, you know, fit, fit into that. But uh, he just has not been picking... I don't know if it's that he's not been picking the roles well lately. It's just that he hasn't he hasn't found a, a winner. Um, well, he I feel like he has such a controversial um, aspect to him to his personal life that it may be that directors don't want to work with him. Um, I have no idea, really. I mean, I've actually seen him in real life. I was canvassing outside of a Gelson's in the Valley, and uh, what's a Gelson's? Walked, it's like a supermarket. You know, oh. like an Albertsons or whatever. You guys got a Ralph's around here? It's <laughs> <laughs> a Big Lebowski line. Yeah, Big Lebowski. Um, but yeah, he walked by me and I was like, hey, Shy, I just wanted to say I really respect your work. And he goes, thanks, bird. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no, that actually thing. happened. Thanks, bird. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what that means. And he like walked away and he had like a little rat tail thing. And stuff. So, yeah. And then, you know, I remember during the Donald Trump campaign, he had a stand against Donald Trump type thing. And he had like a live a live stream that's just been is going to go throughout the entire campaign or something like that or go throughout the, his entire term, um, which is really interesting. So I don't know. He's a very controversial dude. So I can see maybe studios just don't want to work with him. 
Sorry, it sounds like there's a fire outside, so I got some sirens going by. <laughs> Dude, I honestly just had sirens go by in my house, too, really? so I don't know what's going on. Saturday really, morning. After this, we learned that there's just an apocalypse happening. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, my gosh. Zombies uh, just start Nobody got through, through our, our FaceTime calls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I... I I would love to see Shia LaBeouf in more stuff. Me is really, too. Is really my point because he was he was great in Fury. Uh, the way he looked like he was crying the entire movie was just yeah. like I, I don't know. His character was so awesome and he had some of the best stuff. Uh, and then I mean, he dives movies, really deep into his roles. He does, he really man. Did. He does. He pulled a tooth for that role. Did he really? Yeah, he pulled a tooth in Fury. Yeah, he pulled a tooth and he actually cut his cheek. He like Sweet. took a knife and cut his cheek open. And just had, wow. like, this wound that he, like, kept opening. And everybody was like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I watched the behind the scenes on that. It's pretty, yeah. Did you ever see the Wall Street Money Never Sleeps? I actually did not see that movie. Yeah, I I watched the first Wall Street, and then I went and saw that one. And uh, it was pretty good. It was, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like one of those movies that I need to rewatch or anything, but... It's definitely, definitely a good watch. I don't know. It was fun. Yeah, he is but, incredible, though. He's such a good actor. Yeah, so he just gets I, I would just better. I know. I, I would just would love to see him to step back, step back into the into the limelight here and see him see him do something cool. Um, I know that he did like a whole backpacking trip throughout Montana, which is kind of funny. A buddy of ours, yeah. Murph, ran into him. Brian Murphy. Um, he got a picture taken with him randomly enough. But uh, yeah, it would it would be great to see him. Him and I, there's two people from even Stevens. I would like to see jump back into the light, and it's him and Beans. So Gosh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I get to see Beans in anything starring role be incredible i love that kid so much hey here's a can of that kid (laughs) there you go magical fruit more eat don't finish it um so pop quiz man what's what's the name of the the girl from even stevens ren yeah what's her what's her oh what's her real name in in real life yeah uh jennifer gardner (laughs) no I (laughs) i don't know I was curious. It just popped into my head. Christy Carlson Romano. I did not look that up. I haven't even looked up even Stevens or anything. I swear that's just complete memory from freaking childhood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. That just popped into my head and I had to had to just from like the opening credits or something i feel like that must be there's a lot of that there's a yeah. lot of, you know it's like star trek next generation i think i can name like every character or every actor's name in that show just yeah. from watching the credits every single time it's funny but anyway uh so let's let's get on your bro down that was that shia labeouf bring him back we want to mine's see him more just, mine's actually a pretty quick one um basically i, I think this is just something I was thinking about yesterday because I have some friends that are like, you know, from Cleveland. So they have like, uh, they're huge Cleveland Browns fans or Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, if you meet somebody from Pittsburgh, they're probably just a diehard Steelers fan. People from Denver, huge Broncos fan. It's a really strange thing to be born in a state that doesn't have a team. And there's a few states that kind of have that. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even know what states besides Montana. Probably uh, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, <laughs> Wyoming. Idaho. Um, I mean, there's there's probably a, a few. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of like eastern states that don't have anything, you know. Kentucky. But, I mean, there's like a lot of those guys identify with uh with like the Patriots, you know. Yeah. If if you're from you know any of that New England area. Well, yeah. Then... So you just so so if you're from a state that doesn't have a big team, you just have to pick and choose. And I feel like it's just, it's kind of weird to me that, like, a lot of people, at least from Montana, are just, like, diehard Denver Broncos fans or diehard, like, Green Bay Packer fans. And I'm like, how can you be, like, such a strong Green Bay Packer fan when you're living in Montana? Like, I guess you just have to pick and choose. Like, if you're not even from Green Bay, like, why choose Green Bay? Were just because, like, they were the best for a long time and your family just, like, clung to them? Does this all start with bandwagon fans? That's and that's that's a big thing that I I've always I struggle with because when you talk football with people like I'm not a huge football person I root for the Broncos I honestly don't really even care that much though yeah um I care way more about basketball than I do football uh-huh. and that's because I was born in Portland Oregon so that's, I am see, a Blazers exactly fan it. and I identify with that identity you know it's like I identify myself as a Blazers fan because I lived in Portland yeah. um 
and that's that means you know no disrespect to people that that weren't born born somewhere with a professional sports team you know like you can definitely have allegiance to somebody but when you live in Billings Montana um, and somebody's like oh I'm diehard Ravens fan you know like I listen I do Baltimore Ravens all the way and you're like I know why <laughs> you know like I oh, know a person from there they're like no they're from New York you're like well no no I like know a guy. Uh, he actually has listened to this podcast once, so we'll see if he listens and calls calls me out on this. But he was a diehard Ravens fan, and his family was from, like, Idaho. And, <laughs> and it's like he has no reason to root for the Ravens. Like, I just don't get it. What? I don't know. But, I mean, I remember being a Vikings fan when I was super, like, when I, I was, was super too. little. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Yeah, Randy Moss and Barry Culpepper. Like, I remember those days where, was, I don't for some Dante reason, the Vikings Culpepper. were cool to me. Um, or what, Dante Culpepper? <laughs> Barry, Barry. <laughs> See, Barry I'm pretty, Allen and Randy Moss. Barry Allen, yeah. I've, yeah, I'm a Mark Furman man. Uh, no, but I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that name just popped into my head. OJ Simpson guy. Um, but <laughs> Joe Montana. You said Joe, Joe Montana Mon- was a quarterback, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good bit, man, to always just pronounce Joe Montana, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Uh, dude, I love Baby's Day Out, man. That's like the peak of his career. Um, so good. <laughs> well, where was I even going with that? Um, I, I don't understand why some, sometimes the, the teams that people root for, it's just like, why, why, you know, like if yeah. you live in Montana, I totally understand if you're a Seahawks fan or if you're a Broncos fan or if you're a Packers fan, cause that's kind of close. Um, or a Vikings fan, it makes sense. But some of those, you know, like the diehard Cowboys fans, it's like, why? Like, what is that even? Yeah. 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 You know, nobody from Dallas. There is a, I think uh, we have some family friends that are huge Cowboys fans, but I believe they have family in Texas, so it makes sense. Uh, like bankers, they make sense. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, sorry. Uh, oh. I just can't stop. <laughs> so bad. Quit yeah, that's with my, that joke. That's my, that's my bro down for the week. I put a lot of thought into it this week, as you can tell, so... <laughs> So yeah, go. I don't know. I have like a more, I have another point to make. Even maybe I'll bring this up in a future bro down or something because maybe we should get to the movie. But it concerns. Yeah, sports. Sports are fun. Sports are <laughs> fun. Sports are great. I just I like basketball, and so I I really I really hate on people when they get super into football because it just it just bugs me for some reason. And maybe it's because I just don't care about football that much. I just watch yeah. it and like, Oh, cool. All right. But, um, but you know, I get, I get pretty into basketball when it's on. I don't really get into sports in any way though. You know, I we get... should talk Michael Phelps sometime. Yeah. That's, that's the only time that I get really into sports is freaking like it's the Olympics, that. man, it's or world Olympics. cup. And then, oh man, we got it just for a couple minutes here. Um, like when somebody says they don't like soccer and the World Cup is on and they're like, why are we watching this? I hate soccer. Come on. You're like, come on, man. This is the biggest event in the world right now. It's like the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. It's incredible. Every <laughs> single other nation in the world is looking at this as the biggest sporting event ever. Yeah. And the United States just sits there and there's so many just ignorant people that are like, oh, not American football. And it's like, that's great, you know, for like the 300 million people that live in the United States. That's that's super yeah. fun to watch football. But for the rest of the world, yeah. it just it bugs me, man. It bugs me a lot. Yeah, Clint so. Dempsey doesn't get the, uh, the uh, recognition he deserves. That's for sure. That's true. It's absolutely true, Same man. with Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Howard. Their goalkeeper, Ron Howard. <laughs> Maybe we'll, let's say, let's do that. Let's do that in an upcoming podcast. Let's yeah, just I'd save the bro down for strictly just soccer or yeah. something. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, pass the bro down. Let's get into uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys One. I'm I'm pumped, man. I uh, uh, do you want to do your general thoughts on it and maybe. Maybe we'll go there. I started the bro down. You start this one. How's that sound? That sounds good. Yeah, I'd say before we start, let's do just a five-minute opening intro of scenery um, and just have the credits of everybody that was a part of the movie roll so you have to sit through it before the movie starts. Let's just do that really quick. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right, let's get into the movie. Seriously, oh okay. Gosh, That's, man, I would not have brought that up. I'm so glad you did, though, because that was a, so long. It's a, it's, I was, a point, it's a point that I want to make because 
so many movies in the 90s that you see. What was with that? Like, why is it a, gr- a good idea to make the audience get to the theater and sit there for like three, four minutes just watching names on a screen before the movie starts, and then they're going to show them again at the end? It's like, I don't need to see all this. Or you can have some action going on while they're showing the names, I guess, in like the yeah. bottom right corner. But gosh, Michael Bay, what were you doing? <laughs> Well, and a lot of movies do it well, you know, it's like a lot of the, Mar- you know, Marvel has their thing now, um, no, not Marvel, what am I thinking? You know, like Spider-Man, like they had like the cool explaining yeah. what happened and all that yeah. stuff and showing all the names and that's always fun and a lot of movies do it in cool ways. But man, this was, this was a bore, dude. It was just like showing the scenery from Miami. I, know. And I was like, my goodness, I'm totally not into this. And then they show a scene of Santa Monica and I'm like, well... <laughs> This isn't even. <laughs> Wait, was there really <laughs> Santa Monica in there? The opening scene looked like it was filmed just right down in Santa Monica. I was like, no and way. Then it says Miami, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't trust any of this so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Gosh. Anyway, um, opening thoughts. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen this movie for a very, very long time. It took me, I will say, the one thing that stuck out to me was it, it took me a very long time to get into the movie, to, like, understand what this movie was going for, I guess. And there was a certain point, which I'll talk about later, where it kind of clicked. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is this is bad boys. All right, I get it. But there was a long time, probably a solid hour of just, like, I don't, I don't really understand what this is going for right now. Is it like comedy? There's a lot of bickering. Um, I just, I like, I guess I didn't fully understand it. But yeah, opening thoughts. Uh, it's bad boys. I guess that's it, all yeah. I'll say. It's bad boys, and I haven't seen the second one for quite a while, so I need to uh, go back and rewatch that one as well, just to kind of, I guess, maybe understand it all more. But it definitely is a bro movie. We picked a good, we picked a good bro movie. For this month, mm-hmm. for that one, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that I definitely was, like, solidified in our decision to do this movie after I watched it. I was like, nice, yeah, this yeah. is totally, totally, like, a bromance movie, uh-huh. you know? It's very much about the relationship between these two. Um, but, man, yeah, I hadn't seen Bad Boys 1 in a long time. I've seen Bad Boys 2 so many times. I love Bad Boys 2. Um, I, I remember going, I, our cousin Adam was, you know, a, a solid bit older than me. And I was, I was in Portland at the time and he took me with his friends and it was a cool experience for me, uh, going, you know, with your older cousin, super cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. R rated movie. I was probably yeah. like early high school. Um, but anyway, and so I had a really good experience with that, but I, I've, I haven't gone back and visited this one more than. More than two times, I'd say I've seen this movie maybe twice in my life. This could be the third. So <laughs> was it uh, worth it? <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I had a really good time. I had a very very enjoyable time. I had the exact same thing that you did though. For about the first hour, I was like, I don't care about what's going on that much. I just really don't get it. I'm not enjoying a lot of the stuff that's being laid down. Um, But man, yeah, it picks up, it picks up at a certain point and the second hour is so awesome. Yeah, second hour is great. Yeah, it just, it takes a while to get into it, but once it gets rolling, you know, now we roll it. It's it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, So yeah, bad, bad boys is, it's a good time. It takes a minute. It takes a minute to get in there though. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. So, um, but let's, let's take a minute and I, I just want to talk about, uh, something that I found interesting. I was doing a little bit of research on this movie, trying to figure out, uh, uh, the, the, kind of the history of the movie and, um, the director and the actors involved. And the interesting thing about bad boys is this is the movie that was literally the beginning of the career of Michael Bay, uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. All three of those guys. This wow. is like their first big movie. Yeah. Because I, I didn't realize that. For some reason, I was thinking that Michael Bay had made The Rock or something before. For some reason, I was thinking that Michael May, Michael Bay did Con Air, which he didn't. Um, and so I just didn't realize that in 1995, this was Michael Bay's first big movie. Um, and it's very, very Michael Bay-ish. It is so Michael Bay-ish. I was going to yeah. bring that up. It is just like... 
Wow, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's what I thought yesterday. I you know, I watched it yesterday and I was sitting there just like, "Oh boy, Michael, like you are just really doing you're really going for it." He has such a he has a certain style that if you've seen any Transformers movie and you watch this movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's just like certain camera angles and then like the spinning of the camera and the certain shine on it and then in the chase scene like when they're going after her and they both stand up and it just pans around them yeah it's like oh man there's never there i mean that is just so indicative of what michael Michael bay does in every movie also getting actresses that just look exactly like megan fox um you know that kind of thing that's that's what he does (laughs) Michael Bay, like, shows blatant objectification of women in every single movie he does. Like, if you notice, I mean, like, female characters mean nothing to his char- to his movies. Like, it's horrible, man. I think that he's a, he's a big sexist. I just like, don't like him. I think I might just come right out and say I just don't like Michael Bay. <laughs> no, I agree with you, man. I, as a person I don't know and if- really as a director. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, nobody's going to fault you on that. I mean, considering the last couple movies he's made have all been just horrible. I mean, look at all the Transformers movies, Pain and Gain. Uh, 13 Hours was, I never actually saw it, so I can't make a judgment. It wasn't bad just because Jim was in it. Yeah, John Krasinski was in it. It it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing to tell that story and stuff, but why would we choose Michael Bay to choose? to tell that story anyway um but yeah i'm i'm not a huge michael bay fan um there's things about his movies that i do really enjoy uh i think he kind of hits his stride in movies like uh, armageddon or uh bad boys 2 or also um the first transformers and i a lot of it is because he doesn't take his movies too seriously you know he kind of hits this fine line of having a very serious movie um, but also just working the most ridiculous jokes into it. And in this movie, I think that it falls too hard on being serious and there's not enough joke, jokey lines in there that when they do joke, it seems out of place. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, j- it just felt out of place. It's like, you got you to make this into a full action comedy because you like, you're taking it too seriously right now and so it seems really cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make like- sense? Yeah, having like the uh, a couple like you know emotional Will Smith scenes that you kind of see in the in the opening of the movie or whatever in the first little bit, <clears throat> um, but then like not twenty seconds after they're making a little joke and being funny and it's like I don't st- I, I, yeah it took me a long time to really understand I guess what they were going for maybe I still fully don't understand what he was going for maybe he just wasn't going for much. Maybe he well, was just... and and here's another interesting thing is because he didn't Michael Bay didn't write the the screenplay for this. It was three other guys. I can't remember any of their names, and one other dude wrote the story. Uh, so credits to them. I'm sorry, I don't know your names, and I don't have my computer. We try to shoot from the hip on this thing as much as we can. I don't like to look stuff up while we're while yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. Um, if I can't name somebody just off memory, then I don't know. Um, but then what am anyway. I doing here? <laughs> Yeah, but Michael Michael Bay didn't write this. He just directed it. And during the making of this, he said that the screenplay was terrible and that he didn't like a lot of the dialogue. And so many of the lines that are so successful in this movie were totally improv by Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And Michael Bay would give them a lot of uh, a lot of leniency and kind of give them the freedom to say the things that they thought would be funny uh, because he didn't like the script. And yeah. so a lot of the stuff that you like about this movie and the good lines, which I'm going to get to that, um, is is totally improv by them. That's just that's just that's Martin awesome. Lawrence and Will Smith. So that's that's a great thing about this movie. My favorite scenes on right now, actually. Um, but any anyway, yeah, it's uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of uh, off the cuff stuff that they came up with that was really really good. Um, which which is so. Anything else you want to say about Michael Bay as far as just while we're talking about him? Um, no. He sucks. I'm done with him. <laughs> I don't no, even want to think about him. He was great for a while. I mean, he's one of the best action movie directors of all time. If you're looking to just completely zone out to a senseless and uh, 
whatever action movie. It's a great time. Um, but so sure. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I oh, mean, you can't get better. Really. It does. It does not get better as far as two male. Maybe if it was Will Smith and Chris Tucker, might be a little, <laughs> be a little better. <laughs> Gosh, how did I meant to look this up, man? How tall is Martin Lawrence? I doubt he's over five seven, five six. He's got. But how be tall? S- how tall is Will Smith? Will Smith is something like six two. Yeah, I think he's like six two. So I think Martin Lawrence is a little bit. Like Taller he looks than you really short. Think. Yeah, he looks really he short. He looks in that movie. small, man. But he might be like five seven. I don't think he's like five four or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just but a little guy. <laughs> he's just an just nitty bitty. Uh, it's all right to be a nitty bitty. Um <laughs> It's so, all right, bitty bitty. <laughs> little hometown in New York City. Oh, to be from Montana and hear those songs so I much hate growing that up. Song so much, man. Um. Anyway, but so this is this is the first first big movie for both of those guys before before this will smith had done a couple of smaller things and he had the fresh prince of bel-air that he'd been on for for a while i think he did he'd been on that for like four or five years before this movie this came out in 95 um and so this is his big first movie which i was very surprised by uh i was thinking that for some reason i was thinking that independence day um was before this and that was Will Smith's first big movie. But God, Independence Day is so it's such a huge blockbuster. I can't I know, imagine that yeah. role. After that, his career must have just been like boom. Oh, he was the biggest Gone. star on the planet after that. Yeah. There's nobody bigger than Will Smith in that current moment in time, other than Jeff Goldblum. Um, but I <laughs> <laughs> But this I mean, this is an R-rated action film. Yeah. And so it doesn't have as wide of an audience as something yeah. like Independence Day yeah. does. So I think this kind of got him into the conversation to get cast for Independence Day, yeah. which is a movie yeah. that everybody saw. I mean, I remember we all went to that in theaters. I think mom and dad let you go. And yeah. you were probably like six when, when Independence Day came out. So, yeah, it was it was or, a big movie. Yeah, six to 13 or eight. <laughs> <laughs> I could be 25. I could be 37. Nobody on this podcast will ever know. Nobody will ever know. I mean, we don't have a face for you, so you're just some random person talking Blank in the voice microphone, speaking in the into the universe. Because I'm a freak with a microphone. A- Let's hear it, Mr. Scream. Um, that's uh, Wayne's World. Um, but but Will Smith, how old how old do you think Will Smith was during this, this movie? Um, maybe 27? Nailed it. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, he was 27 years How old. How in the world did I nail that? Nice. That's good. Good job, yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, I have a hard time picturing Will Smith in his 20s because I always associate that with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. And then this, he just seems more, he seems older than that. But maybe that's because I'm getting older. So I have a hard time believing that people in movies are younger than I was. I know. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, Will Smith, 27. And he's he's pretty awesome in this movie. Will he Smith is. is terrific. And Martin Lawrence is great as well. He had done nothing that I knew of before this. And this he, is the first. He had a TV show, right? He was kind of the same as Will Smith, didn't he? He had a popular had TV s- show that was that was on. Yeah, he had something. I can't remember what it was though. Because that's was, how he got his fame. It. it was like a very popular TV show at the time. And he was, you know, he's a stand-up comic. Like that was uh-huh. his that was his thing. He was a big stand-up comic be- comic before this. So, but he gets thrown into this movie, and then Martin Lawrence goes on to do some great stuff. He's an actor that like gets overlooked a lot. But oh, I yeah. mean, look that's at a movie hilarious. like Blue Streak. Blue Streak is so good. It's a good cast. Him and Luke Wilson. It's good. And Dave Chappelle. Yep. Yeah. Gosh. I I love it. Um, but so yeah, but the the um the dynamic that they have going on, they have they have a lot of good chemistry together. Like they it's do. it's a super good duo. I really, really enjoy those two together. So um yeah, but I think that's about all we had to say about both those characters. So I don't know, as far as the movie goes, what'd you what do you think? Where where did you where did you start liking this movie? 
honestly, so you kind of hit the the nail on the head earlier with the chase scene in Michael Bay's like whatever camera work in that chase scene. That chase scene, um, Will Smith saving. Uh, so what is it? Mike Lowry and Marcus Bennett? Is that it? Yeah, I can. I can. Can't remember Marcus's last name ever, but I think it's Marcus. If you don't know no, Mike Marcus, Lowry, Marcus then you didn't Burnett. watch the movie. Marcus Burnett. <laughs> Burnett, that's um, it. So Mike Lowry saves Marcus Burnett from almost getting hit by the bad guy's car. Um, the girl don't say gets, I never did anything for you. Yeah, exactly. The girl gets taken away, and then they stand up, and there's that pan around scene that I've seen so many times from like trailers and just maybe HBO commercials that are showing movies or something like that. And I saw that scene and I literally got a little chill down my spine and I was like, okay, all right. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty cool. That whole chase scene was awesome. For some reason, Will Smith has to have his shirt off, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like his shirt is like falling down his arm and stuff. You always think it's going to get caught on something and he's going to like, I don't know. I was like, just, I don't know. Stop for a second. Just button one of those things. I don't know. Um, At but, that yeah. point, man, you might as well just throw the shirt just off. Just take the thing off. It's ragged. Pop it off. It's, it's pop the shirt off. You know, if and honestly, because that's something that happens in so many movies when a person has like a, you know, like a button down shirt on and it's open flowing, even if they have a t-shirt under it or something and they're running, doing all this action stuff. That would be so inconvenient. It would be I catching know. on your sleeves. You ever like? Have you ever worn a shirt wide open like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime I do it, it's because I like the way it looks. It's not because I like the way it feels. Because it's horribly uncomfortable. Because yeah. it's always flowing, catching air, and and brushing against your arms. Uh, Imagine so, if he was running by a chain link fence and it just caught on there. <laughs> he just yeah, boom, went to the ground and dislocated his shoulder and. <laughs> Well, I mean, think about it. It's like if he popped the shirt off, then he gets there. Martin Lawrence makes fun of him. Be a good, yeah, that perfect. It would have been a good line. Had to pop the shirt off. It was in the way, you know. Yeah, could have been a funny line. Could have been a but, funny bit. Um, that's that. De- that's definitely the point where this becomes an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, if it gets really good. Um, what did you think? So going back to the, the more of the beginning of the movie, um, what did you think about when? When that girl, the first, it starts out because the girl gets killed, and that's why they yeah. uh, find her. But uh, Mike Lowry, Will Smith's character, is investigating the madame of the prostitute ring that was uh, that the other girl was employed with. Yeah. Um, so he's gone, and so Marcus has to go and pretend that he's Mike to meet up with Tia Leone, who Ju- is Julie. Julie. Yeah. Um, Can I say something? Go ahead. So when Tia Leone first got on screen, in my head, I literally went, oh, no. (laughs) I forgot that she was in this movie, and I don't know why, but I was just so disappointed. Yeah. When I was, because I had forgotten about this movie, and she came on screen, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I I don't. It was just, I don't know. There was a couple bad, bad casting decisions in this movie, but there was a couple really good ones as well. So, yeah, and Tia Leone is she's really good in a lot of stuff. Um, She's never an actress that I'm that excited to see, though. To be honest, Uh, I think I don't know. I mean, she's fine. She's fine. You know. Yeah, I think in the Family Man and uh, uh, what's that? What's the other one that wasn't Armageddon? Impact. Yeah, Deep Impact. She was pretty Impact. good in that too. But I mean, she's she's good in the movie, and she actually does have a lot of she has a lot of good lines, and I think she's pretty funny. And yeah, so she's, at, yeah, she's at the funny. end of the day, that's why she was included, I'm sure. But um, yeah, yeah, she she did she was fine. Um, but what do you think about the whole bit of? Uh, Martin Lawrence having to play Will Smith's character of of Marcus having to be Mike. I feel like and once the, he once he joins up with it, like I kind of just figured when he was in uh, when he first goes to her place and she's like trying to hit him with the baseball bat. For some reason, I just thought he was gonna be like, okay, it's okay, I'm I'm his partner. I'm sorry, but I came down to you know I thought he was just gonna explain himself, but then they carried on that bit for so long, and I was like, there's no way this 
it just wasn't believable to me, especially when she's like seeing the pictures at the house and stuff. Um, but she realized it. You kind of learn at the, you know, near the end that she knew what was going on the whole time. But mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of like, eh, it was kind of funny, I guess. I didn't <laughs> yeah. need it. It was, it was a bit that was funny at first, but at, at a certain point, I was like, you don't need to. When you know when Will Smith is staying at at Marcus's place, and you're you're like, this doesn't need to keep going on. Yeah, like you can just tell her, and she'll be fine with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like what's what's the point of keeping this up? I don't. Yeah. I just I didn't. You know get it. what was funny though? Um, which maybe we should talk about this guy, Captain uh, Captain Howard in the movie Joe, Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, Pantoliano. Um, I love him, but he's <laughs> it's when uh, um, Marcus. Burnett or whatever answers the phone and the captain's sitting there and he's like try to talk sexy you don't sound sexy I thought that that line was pretty funny he's like you don't sound sexy he's more sexy (laughs) you don't sound like him you don't sound like yeah (laughs) it's funny I thought that was pretty funny yeah that was that was a good line that was pretty funny um yeah I, I do also like um I like the dynamic between the two characters you know uh Marcus is total family man that has marital frustrations at home. Yeah. Um and that that's a good running joke throughout the it movie. Is. Yeah. 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 And so that that was funny um and I I like seeing this family man and then the dynamic of having Will Smith who is just like the ultimate playboy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it seems as if he can get whoever he wants. He's got like a trust fund. His parents must have left him a ton of money. He's just a cop because he thinks it's cool. Yeah. Uh, but he's also a really good cop and so I enjoyed that, that scene. I enjoyed that exp- like the explanation when they're in the car ride and he kind of like explains his backstory a little bit and he gets really mad and he's like I've wanted to be a cop all my life and kind of like lays that whole thing down. I really respected that. That was yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was a really no, good... for sure, for sure. And if you know, I'm the first one. I'm the first one to the crime scene, and I'm the last one to leave. Like yeah. all that, all that stuff. That was that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So I I like the characters a lot. I think that Bad Boys is awesome. There's there's some there's some problems with it for sure, but uh, there's there's way more pros than there is cons. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the whole the whole bit though of them being switched went on too long, and yeah, I just hated it at a certain point me too so another another really cool another really cool scene was the club hell scene yeah uh i really liked i really liked when uh when marcus is getting beat up or almost attempted to be killed uh in in the bathroom and will smith is sitting there like looking at the high heels of the girl who's dancing and he's you know he's just having the time of his life and his partner's in in there basically dying yeah and uh what is what is what did Marcus say when he, he shoves that guy into the urinal and he says, uh, learn how to use the safety next time or something like that. But yeah, I really, I really like that club hell scene, like everything that went down there. Um, and then Tia Leone comes in and she tries to shoot the bad guy up in the window and that, that whole bit, I don't know why. What was she going for? What was the point? Of I that? have no idea. She just wanted to get revenge or something. The funniest part about that scene for me was how there's just this huge window overlooking the entire uh, the entire club, just a huge window, and all the bad guys are just standing there and they just have their hand on the glass and like are looking through it and like seeing just oh it's those cops and then there's like four bad guys with their hands on the glass like oh it's the bad guys and then they see her walk in and then there's like three more bad guys that are on the glass like oh yeah that's her. It's like, what are you bad guys doing up there? <laughs> Everybody can you know, see you. That happens so often in movies too. They're like in a club, and there's a bunch of guys just like looking down on the club in a devious and weird way. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I haven't been to too many clubs. Um, I've lived in L.A. and Portland for very small periods of time, and I, I don't know. Are there are there bad guys always standing there with guns, looking over the entire club? Uh. <laughs> I think it's more of a weekend thing. Uh, <laughs> I was at a club last night, and uh, there was a, there was a lot of bad guys up there. But it's you're, Friday you're night. You've kind of turned into a club a club kid since you've been in LA. I though. go to you're... a club every single night. <laughs> no, it's funny. Uh, when I first got out here, maybe I went to some clubs sometimes, but. 
we more so just go to like try to go to like karaoke places nowadays or like a pool hall. I don't know. At a certain point, you just go, I don't want to go to that loud thing unless it's like a dance night. You want to go out dancing. But at some point, you're like, I would rather just go play some darts or something. Well, you got I mean, I like to go and there, there's got to be something more to do, yeah. you know, than just yeah. sitting there. Like, yeah. I mean, and it's fun to go so- socialize and talk with people, but if you go karaoke or go to, like, a pool bar or something like that, there, there's stuff to do. You yeah, know? there's something to do. So, anyway, um, I don't think that there's people that are looking over the I whole don't club either. like that. I that seems really bad guys. Really weird and devious and very clear that they were up to mischief up there. So, yeah. Um, well, they're, yeah, the main, I don't know. you know, they're all just literally sitting there with their hands on the glass, like, looking... <laughs> I was like, what is happening? This is so I weird. Know. It threw me off. Um, and but it's called that, Club Hell. It's like, gee whiz. I know. How gosh, creative is that? That's pretty high on my list of places to go. I know. Oh, should we go club, check out that Club Hell place? <laughs> no, guys, I'm going to do Heaven this week. Like, oh, yeah. No, he went over That club's club so hot right now. Hell. Uh, <laughs> I met this girl there. I'm um, not into her though. She was the devil. She uh, was the devil. Oh. Uh, um. I anyway, love <laughs> uh, this this might be a good spot to get into our uh, our favorite favorite scene, favorite line, and favorite characters because uh, you've actually mentioned both of mine or two of mine already. So we might as well just dig into those and kind of yeah. kind of talk about the rest of the movie from there. Let's dig um, it up. But what what do you want to do first? Do you want to do favorite? Maybe we'll do favorite characters. Um, favorite characters first. So. Um, I'll I'll just start off with mine. Um, my favorite character is somebody that you already mentioned, um, and you know he's an, an actor. Uh, good old important. Captain Captain Howard, Mister. The actor's name is Joe Pantoliano, but um, I don't know if I chose him as my favorite character in this film, more the second, but. It's so fun watching him in this one too. Yeah. But I their captain, he's he's just great. You know, that whole scene. You're not sexy enough. You gotta you gotta sound more like yeah. him. And when they first talk to him on the phone, he's like, uh, maybe you could ask us more nicely or something like that. And uh he has he has some of the best lines in the second one. Um, but it it kind of comes back to that scene where he's playing basketball and he just sucks. I know. <laughs> and he has a cigar in his mouth. The dude is sitting shooting free throws, smoking a cigar, and you're like, What? I know. Why? Are, I know. It doesn't make. Oh, I loved it. That was funny. It's classic Pantoliano, man. Yeah, yeah. He's excellent. <laughs> but he's he's an actor that he's he's in a lot of good stuff. He's actually in Baby's Day he's Out. He's in Baby's Day Out as well. Oh yeah. We also we've that. referenced two actors from Baby's Day Out now. Joe Montana. So, Joe Montana and Joe Pantoliano, and then that other guy that was also in Little Giants. He was. Um, he was uh, <laughs> O'Shea. Is it Neil O'Shea? <laughs> No, he's the he's the dad of Spike. Oh, dad! Yeah, Spike's dad. Yeah, yeah. I expected a football star to be a little a little taller. That's what they said. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Icebox. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I, he's great. I I love him. I mean, there's there's plenty of good characters. Obviously, Martin Lawrence and uh, Will Smith are the best. Um, but I try I try to go with somebody else other than the the obvious ones. So I kind of I kind of had the same thing too. Um, cause I, yeah, initially yesterday, I think I was taking notes and I initially, after that speech that, uh, Will Smith gives, I immediately wrote down Mike Lowry, favorite character, just because I was like, yeah, I respect that. And I can reference that. But then another guy popped up in the movie and he has a very small role where his name is Frank John Hughes, uh, Hunes or Hughes, uh, and he's Garnier in the Band of Brothers, uh, I know. series. And that guy was in it. There was a scene where the two bad guys, like the two little cronies or whatever, they're just kind of bickering <laughs> a little bit. He's like, you had to shoot him, man. And the other guys, I don't know. They say some some things I can't even repeat. No, I remember that back and forth. It is really good. It's so funny and so random. And uh, I don't know, just seeing that guy's face in this show uh, or in this movie was, that was fun. So I don't know. I, I don't had- even know his character's name. So I don't know his character's name either, but I had the same reaction as soon as he popped up. I was like, no way, Bill Garnier. I know. It's That's so great terrific. to see him in something. Yeah. I know. So. Yeah, he's he's great. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that you've mentioned him too, because he was yeah. he was a great part of the movie for sure. Yeah, if we're going side character route, you know. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's Will Smith or and Martin Lawrence. But if you have to pick one, 
It's probably Will Smith every time for me, at least. Uh, I kind of I kind of lean Martin Lawrence because in this. Yeah. OK. In both of them. He's pretty he's just funny to me. Um, well, but, I think Tom Hardy uh, yeah, could have done a better job. It's actually funny because in that first scene when um when uh, Marcus goes to pick up uh, Tia Leone's character and the three guys run in. And there's the two cronies that you've seen before, and then there's a third guy. And I remember thinking, who's the third guy? And then he immediately gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's just the like, third guy. It's like the He's red the shirt in Star one. Trek. You just see that guy, and you're like, oh, you're going to die. Bye-bye, Guaranteed. Buddy. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. Another another character we didn't mention yet, um, not my favorite, but uh, the bad guy um, is the French guy from the Patriot. From the Patriot, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was cool. I was glad to see him. Not the best bad guy. I didn't really nah, he doesn't care about much. anything he did. He doesn't have much of a, I don't know, much of a backstory. He really doesn't provide much as a bad guy. He's not, he's not really not that intimidating either. Like, he has an intimidating face, I guess, but I guess his, his acting just didn't really, like, punch through for me where I was like, oh, he's scary, you know? He's kind of more mm-hmm. of just like a little little dude running around. Well, and I think that this this movie's much. Both movies are actually much more about the main characters, about Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, uh, than it is about the bad guys. Because the bad guys are kind of lacking in, yeah. in both of them, um, and that's not to say that they're not good performances or anything. But I don't think that they the the movie doesn't need a really strong bad guy. You yeah. know, it's just kind of it's just a it's a motive. You know. For things to happen, it's, it's, it's a way boys. for the events to happen. Yeah, yeah. it's the, pretty. The good cool guys are the bad boys. A lot of cop movies that you see is like you know Starsky and Hutch. There's like they're kind of like the underdogs, I guess. There's always like the other the other cops that are like much better, and then you know it always focuses on the two cops trying to work their way up. In this movie, it's the complete opposite. Like they're just the dudes, you know. Yeah, they're everybody like loves them. The detectives that are just you know the best, and then there's the other two guys that are kind of trying to, you know you know, work and, and, and get to where they are. So, and that's, cool. that's actually, that brings up, um, that was runner up for one of my favorite scenes. Um, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. When they go, when they go to the, I really liked the bickering between, I think, I think they're two Cuban guys. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are, you know, African American. And so they keep, they keep having this bickering back and forth, yeah. like just throwing out racial comments to each other yeah. that are actually really funny. And then I think that they, I think when they walk up, um, to ask these guys this question, those two Cuban guys are sitting there talking about, I love Lucy and the role of Ricky Ricardo. Oh, really? Which is so funny, Cuban dude. Guy. Like, yeah, yeah. They're sitting there talking about, like, no, we played congas, man. Like, it, it was really funny. And it could have totally just been something that I overlooked, but I, I made sure to, like, what? You know? Um, but right after that, they they ask him for help, and they're like, oh, yeah. making fun of him and stuff. And then Will Smith says something like, hey, man, this, this stuff is real. It'll get you killed. And the yeah. other guy goes, uh... Let's go. You know, like they're just so down for yeah. This is so down to help out and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a really cool scene to me. Um, but why don't don't you throw out your favorite scene and and then I'll throw out mine. So, um, my favorite scene was I I think I already mentioned it. Just the chase scene and then that that epic camera pan when the movie oh the big pan yeah yeah that's that's when the movie gets going for me and I'm like okay cool you know yeah yes that's probably my favorite scene. Um, yeah, was that it? Yeah, we did favorite character, be- favorite scene. That that thing actually has the exact that exact same thing happens in the second one when Martin Lawrence's sister gets uh gets kidnapped. They they have the exact same like oh my gosh she got kidnapped and then they pan around. It's the exact it's same signature. It, it's like the same plot. Um, but um, no, that's awesome. That I mentioned that I wrote down Will Smith Will Smith shirt off as my favorite scene. Really. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny. I mentioned uh, it might get you killed, and they're like, "Okay, you know, just really? like the, yeah." I, I wrote that down. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, just because you know the so awesome that we watch guys. this movie and have the exact same like. I know, same thought process so yeah. far, at least. So yeah, it's funny. It was yeah, it was a, a fun watch. Should we do a favorite line? Well, no, because I I wrote down Will Smith's shirt off um in in under favorite scene but it's not my favorite scene and you actually mentioned my favorite scene already okay. um and it's 
it's the part when they put when they play the bad boys song for the first time oh yeah um and it's it's right after um right after Mike Lowry goes on that rant about, you know, like, I'm the first one there. I'm a good cop, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I didn't ask for all this money and all that stuff. And then Martin Lawrence says, I love you, man. Yeah, he's like, I love he's you, like, I think he says F you, too. Yeah. Um, but, but then right after that, like, you kind of hear the the bad boys music fade in and they yeah. start singing it. And and that was probably the moment for in this movie for me where I was like, nice. All right. Yeah, all right, bad, boys. bad boys. Because yeah. I hadn't seen it in a while. And so that, that kind of got me jacked. Um, but yeah, so that, that was my favorite scene. Um, but I, I'm willing to wager we have the same favorite line, but I don't know. You go. Okay. Uh, oh, I have to flip the page to get to that one. Uh, now back up, put the gun down and give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblicious. And some Skittles. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. That was my favorite. And how can it not be? How can it not be? It's so good. They, yeah. they say it. Back up, put the gun down, and give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblicious. And then... And some Skittles. And some Skittles. Because... It's so funny. I, that whole scene is, like, funny because you're watching who that guy is, the dude that helps Tony Stark out of the cave in Iron Man. Um, oh, wow, but, it is. Yeah, but he's got the gun on him the whole time, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that sucks. How is this going to end? You know, you picked pick the wrong guys to mess with. Yeah. And the way they turn on him and they just have this moment of like, dude, don't mess with us. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, and that's – Will Smith says that, and it's like, it's funny, but, man, Martin Lawrence and some Skittles. And some Skittles. So sick. It. Yeah. I love that. That that's definitely the best line of the movie. It's hilarious by how far. we have the same favorite line. It's hard not to, but we <laughs> well, both go was. comedy as well. It, it was, yeah. It's it's hard hard for that not to be the best line. Um there was a couple there was a couple when Garnier gets shot, uh or when he blows up the uh the ether you underneath him. You forgot your boarding pass. Yeah, that was that was in there. And then I think that Will Smith says, Sup, man? To that other dude oh, right yeah. before he shoots him. And and those were all, you know, typical action hero cheesy lines that oh, I really like. Will liked. Smith says in like the in the last like the last big huge action scene, he's like, My plans always work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. That's yeah. good. Um I all do right, wanna, cool. So if we got I, those we got those knocked out. So what what do you think about the finale here? Was that was that as climactic as you would have liked it to be? All I can say is, luckily, there was so much ether everywhere. <laughs> I know. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness for all of that ether so they could just shoot it in every single scene and it can just blow up everybody. <laughs> well, was was the uh, was that what the drugs were packed into or was that just literally? I mean, yeah, that must have been. It was just a I thought bunch that they of ether. Were, I thought that they were selling the drugs there. Weren't they going to a different location I think to they were sell selling... the drugs there? Why would they why would they have all the stuff that would be used to create it there? I have no idea. I feel like they were selling the ether as well or something. I don't know. But there was so much of it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And that was like, like, oh, shoot the ether and blow them up. Well, Just because they shot that to blow up the plane with Garnier on there. And then yeah. they also, Tia Leone rammed she the car rams into the it. Car. So it was when the plane blew up, that's when I was like, Wow! Thank goodness, there's all this ether here. Um, yeah, that's that's one of those you know you kind of have to take off your realistic glasses for realistic lenses yeah. for a second and just be like, I I buy this. I'm just going with along with this because yeah. I don't buy I don't buy what's happening. I don't buy it at all. But that yeah. and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah, I'd um, say uh, as climactic as I thought. You know, if we're getting all the way to the very end. Um, basically Will Smith has his big, like holding the gun to the guy's head, which is actually, okay. I'm going to rewind a tiny bit. I thought the scene when the cars are racing and he's like, you better beat him. You better beat him. That was a really clever scene. Like that was sick. All the talking about how he's a slow driver and stuff and how they kind of worked that into the plot. And then there's just like a little gap that they have to get through. Like that was, that was sick, man. And he yeah. just beats the other guy, and the other guy crashes, and he beats him, you know? Like, 
And that, I don't know why that wasn't even a contender for my favorite line, but now that's how you should drive. Yeah. That's how you drive from now on. And he does that in the second one, except for it was shooting. That's how you shoot. Um, There's a lot of parallels. But anyway, yeah, no, that's that's a sweet scene, man. I really like that. Yeah, and then, like, uh, going forward, Will Smith just holds the gun up to his head and is like, you know, I can, no, 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 I was just waiting, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm bad at shooting from such a long distance or whatever, and then he's holding the gun up to his head. He's like, I want to do it right here, right now, or whatever. And then Martin Lawrence kind of backs him off and stuff, and then the guy pulls a gun, and he just freaking unloads on the dude. And I thought that was that was the 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 climactic moment that I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. for that bad guy. Like, I didn't want him to get arrested, and that Why was Why wouldn't such... you pat him down now? I know, I know. I thought that immediately. I was like, pat him down. Yep. He's got another gun. This happened in the Patriot. <laughs> it happens, happens in every movie. Happens in every movie. Just kill him or pat him down. Get the gun or the knife yeah. or whatever it's gonna be. Got to be smart about these things. Got to be smart about these things. I hate these things. Uh, um, I hate these things. Dang you, Cipher! How does it end? Does it end right there? Uh, he handcuffs Mike Lowry and the girl together. Marcus oh, yeah. does. And then he's like, I'm going home for some much needed, what is he called, quality time. <laughs> for my much needed quality time with his wife. And then he, yeah, it leaves him. Hopefully he finally gets it. And then we get to see the credits one more time. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's sweet. Sweet ending. I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Well, um, there you go. I mean, that's it. That's the movie. I'm trying to think of anything else that we might have left out. I think we just just about covered it, though. Yeah, that's I bad actually, boys. I have a lot of notes, and I think I, like I said, all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Actually, I forgot something. I th- this was a funny scene to me at the very end when everything is exploding and stuff, and they're in that huge shootout. Uh, Mike Lowry gets shot. Will Smith gets shot, and he's rolling on the ground, and they're like, "Get in the car, Mike." Get in the car. And he rolls around for so long. He's just sitting there like rolling around, <laughs> rolling around. It flashes back to him. Get in the car, Mike. Get in the car. It flashes back to him. He's just rolling around, rolling around. Flashback. <laughs> Come on, man. Get in the car. <laughs> flashback. Rolling around, rolling around. Like, gosh, it makes the audience be like, okay, man, just get, get in the car. We yeah, know you're going to yeah. be fine. Oh, man. That was funny to me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely good. Um Yeah, I don't know where where does this movie rank do you think as far as like cuz I think that I think we were pretty spot on. Um so far I mean we're trying to knock out the best bro movies. Um and we chose 3 that I think are I think this one's pretty high up there. I'd say that Bad Boys 2 is probably better than this movie, but since it's the first one I think it's fun more fun to break down. Um th- this ranks pretty high for me as far as is bro movies, you know what I mean? Just kind of depends on, I think I'd have to sit and think about it. Cause in my head, I'm initially saying it ranks pretty low for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my head, like, but I think I'm this... thinking, I'm thinking more in a way of like, is this a good movie? And I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, yeah. for the nineties, this is awesome. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If if you saw this in the nineties, you would have been like, that movie was sick. But yeah. now it's just kinda like, eh, all right. Doesn't doesn't hold up as well. Um, but I I think that as far as far as bro movies, uh I, I can't really like tear it away from the second one. And the second one's so sick that it I, I just have those together in my mind. And yeah. so Bad Boys One and Two, I mean, that's way up there for me because yeah. in as a as a pair, they're awesome, and I would love to see Bad Boys Three, man. I would like, too, and they, it's in talks. You know, Martin Lawrence has came out and said there will be a Bad Boys Three. I can't wait. If they do it, so, I would be. I will be there on opening night because I just want to see Will Smith back in action as a good. You know, in Suicide Squad, he was the only uh, redeeming quality about that movie. He was the only thing that was like kind of good. Just Did you see acting. Focus? No. 
Yeah, it wasn't that good of a movie. He was good in it, though. Was that the football one? No, that's concussion. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. (laughs) 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 But, um... Oh, gosh. That lied. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. He he's. I think he's like. I think he really wants an Oscar or something because he keeps coming out Apparently. with these movies. Pursuit like of Happiness Pursuit is incredible. Pursuit of Happiness is so good, man. Yeah, so good. That's a really that should have been the Oscar. Like that is. Yeah. He, no, you know, you know, he didn't. You see that? Seven, have been you the seen Oscar. Seven Pounds? Yeah. Yeah, Seven Pounds is good, but I think that if he was gonna get one, that was it. But I mean, he's. He's trying too hard now to come up with something really good. It's like, man, just do something entertaining for us. Like, we all want to just see you do something cool. You know? I know. I just want to see Will Smith do something. Because uh, he has so many good movies under his belt. Oh, my gosh. His, like, yeah, why? his filmography is, is off the charts, man. Everybody yeah. loves him, too. He's still the, the, the actor that he was. He still has the same, you know, stature that yeah yeah we all, you know he's still super famous and if anybody saw that he was cast in any role it's like nice will smith is gonna be in this movie you know yeah he's yeah. excited but instead he does some netflix original film with orcs and aliens and weird stuff and he's a police officer and you're like why are you doing that like why would you sign on for that you know, a lot of big actors are going to do stuff like that, though. You know, it's not like he's the only one. And I'm that one that one like piques my curiosity. I'm not saying that I'm like particularly looking forward to it. It could be good. I'm curious because it could be sick. The trailer to that thing is really weird. And it I throws think me off a lot. All of it was so awesome. Like it made me look think it looked really cool, but there's the whole fairy bit when he's like yeah. killing a fairy. I was like, oh, that looks so weird. And that looks cheesy. so dumb. But I mean, it's a cool idea, you know, a fantasy world that has modernized. It's it's cool. It, and Joe Edgerton is the orc, so can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong there. But yeah, I don't know. This is pretty high up on the list for me. I, I like Bad Boys a lot, so I would love to see a Bad Boys three. Um, but hundred percent, right, yeah. What do you, uh, what do you, I, I, we both know the standard yeah, it's question. Not, it's not, it's nearly, not as good as school. Not Rock. Nearly as good as school rock. It's not. You put Bad Jack Black in this film though. Instead of Martin Lawrence. No, instead of, no, I wouldn't want to say instead of Joe Pentoliano as the bad guy. Yeah. Maybe. You put Jack Black as the bad guy in this film. You got yourself, you put, oh man, you got yourself a really good movie. Can you picture him walking into the hotel lobby and just whipping out two pistols? Oh, that'd be so hilarious. It's a beautiful and then doing thing, a little, man. Little dance. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the he does the wow. like the classic like spin on one spin on one foot and then blows the smoke off the uh yeah. the edge of the pistol. Oh. Uh, you're, make, you're making me want to watch School of Rock right now. I tell you what. Actually, since we've done this podcast, I've wanted to watch School of Rock like Every week. Because we talk about it every week, and it's like... <laughs> I know. And I actually haven't seen it in a while. It's been a couple of years. I think but... I just watched it yesterday, but... Um, <laughs> I, I do watch it once I a week. I think I've so. actually watched it in the last six months, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I have. I actually... Yeah. I sit... Uh... For some reason, somehow, that makes it into the... Into the cycle every year. <laughs> no, every day. It's, I don't know how I've not watched it recently. But. It's such a funny grading scale, but it has just worked out so tremendously. There's very few movies that that are above it. Point Break. Point Break was Point there. Point Break. All right. Well, so this is this is rounding off the. Uh, this is the second of uh, the three that we're gonna do. So I guess we'll we'll announce what the next one's gonna be. The ultimate bro movie that we're gonna be uh, talking about next week is Fast and Furious or the Fast and the Furious. It's the. Well, what is it? The Fast and the. I think the first one's called the Fast and the. Furious. I think it's the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. I think it's the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And then they get weird from there. But fast and yeah. infuriating. Fast and infuriating to pronounce the 
the names. So, um, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to talking about that. I think that I think that's a good way to round off the uh, yeah. the ultimate bro movies. So yeah, um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a great addition, and we're very much looking forward to it. So absolutely, it's gonna be it's gonna be a race trying to get to to that. So absolutely. Um, Anyway, uh, if you guys want to find us on social media, uh, we have Twitter, Professor underscore Jones. Uh, Professor Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we're posting some pictures, so watch out. Uh, and then Professor Podcast on Facebook and Professor Jones. If you just type in Professor Jones on Google, you'll find us. Our main platform right now is SoundCloud, so you can find us at Professor Jones. We're, uh, we're actually hopefully looking to be on iTunes here soon, so that's exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to get that knocked out next week. It'll probably take a couple weeks after that, but yeah, but yeah, that's really exciting. And so, yeah, please give us a share or a like. Uh, tell your friends if you have any friends that are really into movies and stuff like that, or just want to nerd out. Um, yeah, t- you know, tell them about our podcast or send us a message if you have any ideas on on what sh- we should do, or if you have any uh, comments, or just want to, you know, like I said, nerd out with us. But a big shout out to Michael Corson for the intro and outro on our podcast. It is absolutely incredible. So thank you, Michael. And uh, another huge shout out to the artwork, Leanna Preston, um, best artist this side of the Mississippi. So. All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Living our lives quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.